Welcome to the one-stop shop for photography sales, marketing, and branding wizardry. At Wolf Island, we help awesome photographers and videographers take their business from failing to freaking awesome. It's going to be fun and it's going to get silly because life's too short to be boring. But we'll tackle real-life business issues with Q&As, live interviews, and current news reviews to leave you buzzing and ready to take your photography business to the next level of awesome. Welcome to the Wolf Island podcast. We are Matt and SJ. And today we're going to talk about a topic that has been requested and voted for by the Islanders in the Wolf Island Photography Business Exchange on Facebook. So if you want to have a hand in, in what we talk about on these podcasts, then go and get yourself into that Facebook group. Because it's a lovely group. It's a lovely group full of lovely people. Like us. <laughs> we're very Ooh. lovely people, <laughs> as you all know. So. <laughs> and you get your say in that group and you can influence what these podcasts are about. And so. discuss afterwards as well. Yeah. You know, sometimes these podcasts raise questions and that's actually the place Hopefully. to go yeah. and and talk to people about you actually Definitely. specifically how does this work for your business. So today we're talking about what to do when clients ghost you. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a common problem. Yeah, absolutely common problem. And it doesn't matter whether you're successful, whether you're just starting out anything in between, you will have this problem. So don't panic. What we're going to talk about today really is how you reduce the amount of that happening. Because I think a lot of people are getting frustrated and a little bit you know, depressed and despondent about their business because they get so many people just ignoring their emails. I think there's one thing that I think is a real key to getting this down a lot. Um, but yeah, we, that, that's what we're going to talk about, how you actually deal with this and how you reduce it. Yeah. And so the first thing is just making sure that actually your client is is happy that they've actually got all the information. That's one yeah. of the main reasons that somebody will ghost you is that they panic. They just yeah. feel like I don't exactly understand what's going on here. I yeah. don't. I, this what isn't what I was expecting. Um, and I don't really know how to proceed. Yeah. And, you know, and if somebody else is offering them all the information in a nice, easy package and they've got everything they need, well, who are they going to choose? They're going to choose yeah. the easy option. So part of making sure that you don't get ghosted is making sure that you are the easy option. The easy option. I yeah. love that. That's a really yeah. good way of putting it because that's exactly what happens. I think we get too caught up and this is every business. We get too caught up in your product, in your photography, getting it better. Oh, they'll like me because of my style. And that is broadly true. But even, even us, when we were looking for a wedding photographer, our style, our preference and choice was quite varied. Mm. Um, so, you know, it's not about that. It's about that ease. Make it easy for them. I love that. Well, I actually recently heard a photographer say, like, help, what do I do? I had a client inquire and I emailed back saying, yes, great. Would you like to meet and talk through the details? And I haven't heard anything since. Yeah. What do I do now? This comes down to that that scenario that you've got a potential client who's received your email saying, yes, would you like to meet and talk through the details? You've potentially got another photographer like me yeah. who is actually giving them all the information there and then without needing to meet. Yeah. So for a lot of people, I mean, people are busy. You know, they don't really want extra things to do. They just want to get things done quickly. A lot of people are running busy, uh, busy lives, demanding jobs. Yeah. and trying to plan a wedding on top and some people have got small kids too do you know I mean, they just don't have a lot of time so if somebody's handing everything to them on a plate yeah. and someone else is saying would you like to put in a bit more work to try and get the information <laughs> yeah, that yeah, you want yeah. you know well who are they going to go for they're going to go for the easy option so that's one of the reasons why in my business who are you going to choose ghostbusters <laughs> oh no i knew we were going to get this as soon as we talked <laughs> yeah. about ghosting i was like matt's going to start doing yeah, that ghostbusters well there we go sorry about that everyone <laughs> you know me better than myself <laughs> i, I had no you know idea <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I thought that came to me. I thought you were going to be very impressed with me. Like the other, like the other day when you were like, "Oh, I don't know what I would choose—a burger or pizza." And I was like, "I don't even know why you're debating this." I know you would choose.
use a pizza and you're like oh, i would and i was like i know you better than no no then you know I found out that it's my favorite food <laughs> and that's all because but of i knew for Thank years you. that it was your favorite food yeah, like, i just didn't know <laughs> we, we did a cruise um two years ago didn't we and yeah old and, person's cruise. oh yeah an old person's cruise but that's fine because we quite amazing. identify with old people so <laughs> um and they had this limitless buffet and it was amazing food loads of vegetables and i've just basically ate vegetables most of the time i felt yeah, like i was eating really you. healthily however they had a pizza bar there with loads of different pizza <laughs> so we get towards the end of the week's cruise and matt suddenly goes to me he says oh i just i feel so unhealthy i'm just longing to eat some vegetables and i said matt you do know that there are vegetables in the buffet and you went <laughs> yes but there's pizza <laughs> <laughs> an ever-ending pizza bar you're like i'm not gonna eat vegetables when there's pizza yeah, that would be crazy <laughs> <laughs> so there we go pizza fiends but you're mad. so right about this concept of making it easy i just remember back when i first started my business i, I was meeting wedding clients. obviously we're mainly wedding photographers especially back then i was meeting wedding clients up, up with them i was closing at a rate of about 91 percent, if i remember rightly and and that makes sense. That's not like high because I'm amazing. That's actually just high because the person probably already wants to book you. Yeah. SJ comes along and says, what if we didn't, you know, what if you didn't meet with the client, you could save about, I think it was like nine hours a week or something like I've that. I've worked it least. out that it saves you on average, based on the, the average number that I think photographers um, meet with people, saves you three whole weeks a, a year. A year. So Boom. that's essentially three Tra that's traveling weeks to the holidays yeah. on, in addition to yeah, your yeah. extra holiday just by not meeting with clients. Yeah, yeah, because that's traveling to the meeting, that's doing the meeting, traveling back from the meeting, getting ready, like all that sort of stuff. You've just knocked all of that stuff out and that makes it easy and how much easier that makes it for the client. And so I was, I was reluctant to try it and just email and, and, and all that stuff and make it easy for my clients so that they mm. didn't have to book because I thought, oh, they want to meet me. SJ, I just thought, let's try the opposite of that. What if they don't want to meet you and actually you could make their life really easy by letting them book from the email? Boom, it worked. Yeah. So that's what I did. So I actually have developed um, a 12 step sales process. And this is me just analyzing what what I naturally do with a client to help move them from knowing nothing about my business yeah. to feeling confident enough to hand their money over. Um, and so it's almost like a checklist for me is I just double check. Have I covered this? Have I covered this? Have I covered this? So most of that is covered on my website. Three. So three of the stages are covered in the email, yeah, the, my email first itself. email yeah. to people. And then the final stage is just having a smooth booking process so yes. that it's easy for people to get booked in oh, so the majority of it is done on my website that's what mm -hmm. makes people feel like they want to book then the the first email is helping people to just know for sure that that was the right decision yeah, 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 <laughs> that they it. made um and so i don't I know that that process works and I know that that script that I give people yeah. works and that um, that's the script that I give to the to, to the people on the academy. On the academy. I've given it yeah, to a lot right. of um, other people through the years. It's actually one of the reasons we started teaching, wasn't it? Was yeah. Because I was giving this script out to people yeah, yeah. saying, well, look, I've, you, I've created this script and it's booking people within one email. So yeah, you're saving right. three weeks worth of <laughs> work a year. And other people were using it and it was working for them too. They were starting to book people straight away yeah, through yeah. one email. So I know <laughs> yeah. that scripts work. I had I had two, I've just recently booked two brilliant clients. I'm so excited about them. One of them replied to that first email saying, you've really given us confidence. You've given us peace of mind. We're, we're happy to proceed. The other one said, that just sounds perfect. That's everything we're looking for. Like we're really happy to proceed. How do we get booked in? So Amazing. So I know that the script works. Um, and that's what a lot of people look at my business like, oh, it's so easy for SJ. You know, she's, she's got yeah. all these people booking. I still get ghosted. Yeah. And that that 
that process is involved and that's okay. Obviously, we can't talk about all of that. And that's why it's part of the academy. We just but, haven't got time. Yeah, I haven't got time to go through it all. You couldn't. Uh, it's very in-depth and very useful. But even with all that in place, you can still get ghosted. Oh, yeah. And like, that's amazing. To so, me. you know, I, at the moment, I've got a really good inquiry that I was like so excited about. Not heard anything from them. Yeah, that's I, right. I emailed yeah. them. Like, they said, oh, yeah, sorry, we've been away. We're just we're just going through the information. Like, still not heard anything from yeah. them. You know, it's, it, and it's it, a bummer. But it is it's a bummer okay. when you're looking forward to a venue. <laughs> but I know that there's nothing wrong with my sales process. I know that my first email script with people works. So that does really help with the psychology of yeah. dealing with a ghoster because yes. I know that there's nothing wrong it with my works. business. So that's something that we really like yeah. helping people is get to the point in their business where they're not worrying, have I done something wrong shouldn't it exactly well i say that i still worry i think oh have i said something wrong should i have said this should i you know but i have to like at least i've got an anchor it. yeah i yeah. can rationalize myself and go no that that's not that's not real i know that my sales yes. process works um so then it's just dealing with okay well maybe there are other reasons yeah. that that somebody is ghosting yeah. me and that and that is the reality that quite often there there are reasons outside of your control that's right why somebody's ghosting you sometimes 100 I mean, I've heard all kinds of it. Sometimes it's that the parents are paying for the wedding and that was more than they wanted to spend. Yep. Sometimes the couple have broken up or they're Awful. going through or they've had a miscarriage and they're going through some yeah, time of huge yeah. trauma. Um, of sometimes I've had even a couple, they cancelled their entire wedding because they found out there was going to be a triathlon on the beach on the day <laughs> that they were getting married. This was a wedding in Mauritius, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And they, so they cancelled their wedding. Well, do you know, there's so many things that are just totally outside of my control. And I could have spent days stressing oh should i say this should i have done that but actually messaging all your photographer mates to see if your contact form works that's uh, what we've all done like, can you just check that all my emails are actually working <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> so absolutely things beyond your control you can't obsess about them because there's nothing you could have done there are things you can do with your website to get that rate of ghosting way way down yes. and i think one of the most important things in my mind is filtering your website so making sure that you know, you know the people who are actually getting in touch are the ones that really identify with your work your business your ethos your character and basically leaving aside all the people who aren't relevant you know and that that is a big thing to get your head around when you're when you're when you're in business is mm. understanding not everyone is your ideal client not you don't want everyone on your website to book yeah and that's something that's right. that when you when you're in a place of like oh, i need more work it's so easy to just think i'll just take anyone anyone, anyone who books me. and that is really yeah. hard to get your head around we're actually very filtering with our business we're very selective about who we book yeah so the website is extremely filtering we we have the price on the website now that is something i would recommend it's a massive debate you know amongst photographers <laughs> the debate, only yeah. the only argument i've ever heard for not having the price on the website is because people want to be able to give a discount if it's a wedding that they particularly want to do or a client yeah. they particularly want to work with I'm not into that, that well I'm... yeah that's not really something that we particularly teach because we're helping people to maximize the profit in their business well yeah. giving discounts for the ego boost of it is not really part of our business plan yeah so... yeah I'd rather have a pension than an ego boost. Well, yes, yeah, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna cruise into our twilight, <laughs> yeah, yeah. aren't we? We're going back on that limitless cruise. buffet, yeah. and Matt's you gonna die eat eating pizzas till you might <laughs> die eating vegetables. You don't know. 
<laughs> we'll hedge our bets. I'll eat vegetables. You'll eat pizza. Yeah. We'll see who lives longer. <laughs> so have, for me, I've I've tested this both ways, trialed it. Having the price on the website and not having the price on the website massively redu- reduces the amount of ghosting that I get. Yeah. Which which makes sense because Perfect sense. people don't have often don't have a frame of reference when it comes to the price of photography. When yeah. when I've heard people say, you know, oh well people look into a restaurant and know oh, that's good quality, that that will be an expensive menu. Well that's because you've been eating in restaurants your whole life. Yeah. So of course you've got a frame of reference. You understand what a cheap restaurant looks like and what an expensive restaurant right. looks like. Yeah. People often don't have that. For Once a lot of people this is their first time yeah. hiring a professional photographer. Yeah. They have literally no idea. Is it two hundred pounds? Is it two thousand pounds? Like I just don't. Yeah. I just have no idea. So Absolutely. by having the price on the website, you're filtering out the people who your the the price is just wildly beyond what they were ever prepared to spend. And that's absolutely fine. You used to say to me in the early days, like some some people appreciate good wine, some people don't, you know. Yeah, and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, And I think that's the important key of of having your price available for people to see is it helps. It actually is it's really it's part of this filtering process we're just talking about. It filters out the people who are like, no way, I would never spend that amount of money totally fine not a problem i'd rather not hear from you and i you know i understand some of the arguments about why you would do it but you take your price off the website but it's just not relevant for this conversation um this is about whether you've got people ghosting you at an unreasonably and depressing level because i think that's, <laughs> yeah, the thing. that's the thing it's gotten to you so much that you're just feeling down about it you know and i understand why and for me for my psychology because we've all got to look after our mental health for our mental health yeah and i struggle if i'm getting loads of inquiries because when i took the price off my website and i was getting so many inquiries but a lot of them weren't getting back um and and you know i'm very disciplined to not get excited at that first email for somebody <laughs> because i'm preparing they're probably you know, i'm i'm assuming they're not going to book now the reality is that first email that i send to people is extremely filtering yeah. i've put a lot of things yeah. in there that is designed to drive my non-ideal client away yeah. so i am actually expecting people to ghost me i'm kind of wanting and encouraging people to ghost me yeah. if they're not my ideal client so that's right. so that is part of the process so i try not to think oh that's like an amazing wedding or an amazing venue yeah, i just yeah, think yeah. let's see how they respond to this first email and first we'll yeah. and then we will start getting excited um about the email because if you've got constant high. hopes high and then constant disappointment that genuinely is actually like a mental health oh, it is. red flag you've got to be careful and i think a lot of photographers are very creative um some of us are ex-scientists <laughs> that's me and uh, a few of my friends that i know and you know we we don't necessarily have this issue because we're like real sort of you know thinkers and we're not like worrying about our personal work you know and how people view us but this ghosting issue what that says to you subconsciously is i'm not worth it or it can do and you've got to remove yourself out of that and if you're constantly having that message of you're not worth it you're not worth it you're not worth it because you know certainly a lot of creative people link their work with their self you know their who they are their identity be careful. Um, I, you know, I would strongly encourage you to try and remove that from your interpretation of ghosting. But I understand why it's there and why it can be there. So the other option is to actually reduce the amount of which, which is why I put, which is why I put the price on the website because yeah. I, I don't want to know if somebody isn't prepared <laughs> yeah, yeah. to pay my price. I'd rather not have ever heard from them. Yeah. it's actually uh, it's interesting because I was talking to a friend recently who's um, training to be a, a counselor, and she was uh, they were saying actually 
actually manic depression is about extreme highs and extreme lows. And I think yes, constantly getting inquiries that sound amazing and get you excited and then getting ghosting and nobody. That is and interesting. It actually creates this this yeah. this. Um, temptation to fall into manic depression. The roller coaster. The roller coaster of it. So they were saying, actually, when you're tackling manic depression, you don't just raise up the valley; you actually bring the hills down as well. The highs. Yeah. So actually, by reducing that high of getting these amazing inquiries that were never going to book but got you excited, it actually helps to balance your life out a bit more. Oh, this is great. So I get less inquiries now, but the inquiries that do, I do get, are more likely to book. (laughs) For my mental health, that is. lot better when she says less inquiries it's not a small amount <laughs> just to clarify like when i remember we took a did an experiment to uh take the price off the website because you know that's something we do i know a lot of people are like get very argumentative about things in the photography world well we'll just do it because we want to just see what happens um, and we did it once with taking the price of the website the sheer volume I mean, of it inquiries was unbearable. Is, is just ridiculous and, it's also yeah, i don't have got the admin time that, that's exactly that black woman ain't nobody got time yeah you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, so I, I think moving forwards, that that is a really good point. I really like that uh, roller coaster, emotional roller coaster thing, because, you know, the photography community will chase the dream. It's a bit like the Instagram sort of fakeness we were talking about uh, a little while ago. Not that there's anything wrong with Instagram. Um, I'm not, I keep going back to that. I don't mean it that way. Just maybe the social media sort of presentation, the veneer you know that we put out there that's a problem in the world but it's a problem in the photography community in the sense that people are trying to present themselves as like really good because they got an inquiry about this you know when people post inquiries in facebook groups does anyone want this i feel like sometimes you know do you want i'll pass it on as a referral i sometimes feel like that person is posting that inquiry because actually they want to show off to everyone else that they got that inquiry and that's that's a process of removing ourselves from this mental health roller coaster. That we're... Yeah, and it's not easy to do, but it's something that we would just oh, we would tell you to find any way to do this to just disconnect your life from your business. Yes. That's very difficult for a lot of photographers. Their business is their life. Yeah, that's all they do. Yes, maybe they've got family life, you know, but it's all task orientated. They're just getting things done, and but really, the the bulk of their mind is focused on their business. So what we need to do, because the reality is, you will get ghosted. We've already yes. told that. So we're looking at what 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 do you actually how do you deal with the fact that you're getting ghosted? So yes. you've, you've done all the practical things. Yeah. You know, there's nothing wrong with your business. Your, your sales funnel's working fine. Your scripts are working fine. So you know there's nothing wrong with your business. That's the first thing. Yeah. They're now ghosting you. So what do you do? So the first thing is, is to understand that a lot of people who ghost you will get back in touch eventually. Eventually. That, that's the reason. I've noticed true, that. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm I'm not very good at this. I'll be honest with you. I do get. I do get worried if it was something that I was really like the sound of. And I just think, yeah. every, you know, I get these emails just like you're it, literally their first email to me is sounding, you know, saying we've been searching for months. We haven't found anybody like you. I'm so excited. I've got all my fingers and my toes crossed that you're free. Do you know, I'm thinking, well, I mean, how are guaranteed. they not? This yeah, is yeah. guaranteed booking <laughs> like this. is. So then I email back nothing. Amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Um, the first thing to say is that I then send a follow-up email um, three days afterwards just saying, oh, just wanted to check that you got my email below because I know sometimes so it gets lost in cyberspace yeah. and I would hate for you to think that I was ignoring you. Yeah, brilliant. Um, let me know if you've got any questions. That's the, the first thing is because sometimes it does go to spam and I have had people reply saying, oh, I didn't see your first email. I'm so glad that you emailed again. That's yeah. quite often, I think, because I've got links 
back yes, to my website of course. and that sends it to spam. But like so, Gmail can be quite harsh on spam filtering. So if it's got a link in they're like, oh, yeah. So I send it. that that follow up after three days. If I'm still not hearing anything, then I do start to feel like, oh, I really thought they were going to book and I'll, I'll come to you. You're a lot more pragmatic and logical than I am. So I'm like going, I think my business is failing, Matt. Like, yeah. Why yeah, are they not booking? And quite Matt's like, oh, for goodness sake, like, SG, yeah. your business many... is like <laughs> yeah, amazing. Booming. Yeah. Um, but what you've always said to me is like, you just don't know when they're going to get back in touch every time isn't it every, often it's yeah. that people are busy they've got stuff going on they've gone away we've mentioned this before they've got you know other traumas going on in their lives absolutely and actually they will get back in touch in a week in a month i've had even had people get back in touch after six months oh yes yeah saying have, yeah. oh just checking if you're still free we'd really love to book sorry it's been so long do you know who knows what was going on in that six yeah. months but it wasn't anything to do with them not wanting to book me right. they it was just stuff it was, it was just stuff it was yeah. just life and so by detaching yourself from that worry i haven't had an immediate response therefore everything's going wrong everything's failing it's somehow putting a stop to that yeah. mental cycle of we're spiraling now and yes. i don't know how to stop it so i think that practical solution follow-up email yeah a few days later or or I think a day later is too soon because uh, some people say that. But a, a few days later, follow up. That was a really good way. I like the way you put it. If you want to hear it again, rewind it because I, <laughs> I can't remember it. Um, <laughs> rewind the podcast. Um, uh, uh, so you, you're getting back in contact, but that's it. But moving on after that, it's like, okay, that's settled now. Let's move on to the next person who requires my attention. So um, he's actually, this is a huge amount of mental strength. What you are doing is assuming yes. that that person will get back in touch. Yeah. So you you put it to the side. You mm -hmm. stick a pin in it. And you just go, right, well, I know nothing's wrong with my sales process. I know nothing's wrong with my script. So I'm going to stick a pin in it and assume that they are going to get back in touch. It's something to do with them. Then what do you do? Now you focus on moving your business forward. Stick a pin in it. Where, where's I, that come from <laughs> i don't know was it i've noticed you said stick a pin in it a few times the past I few days i've never heard that before i've never heard that before is it i think it's to do with like a pin board having if you've got like um, a to-do oh, list or something that makes sense. you stick it up on your google board maps. and stick a pin in it and oh you're such a what was i was thinking google maps i was thinking you drop a pin and but then that's drop a pin isn't it so yeah i'm just laughing drop that just the difference between our psyche because i'm all like pen and paper and like and notice boards <laughs> and technology and pins and, and, and yeah you technologies and phones and like and some laptops. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I just feel like that perfectly describes the difference <laughs> our between differences. our approach to life, <laughs> yeah, to life in general, in general. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, i'm still much. stuck in the 90s yeah and you're moving yeah. moving on ahead without me um <laughs> that's all right you drag me along behind you <laughs> yeah, it's fine, I, do, yeah. <laughs> I do kicking and screaming and so that that is something that is I mean, in those early days when I used to re I did find this difficult when I was first building my business, it was very scary. Yes. Um, and you used to, and I'd be stressing, thinking, oh, what have I done wrong? Do you know why are they not getting back? And you used to say to me, SJ, are they paying you for this time? Absolutely. <laughs> and that time investment is so important, isn't it? So, you, you know, in business, in, in, in general business statistics and stuff, they generally say it's better to sell to a existing customer than it is to try and find a new one. When we're talking photography, it's a little bit different. Now, obviously, for portrait photography, that, that is possible. But generating new leads is, is really is a lifeblood. When we're talking about like one-off investments, specifically wedding photography, and to somewhat an extent, portrait photography, we, we don't want to invest a huge amount of time in our thoughts, worrying about the fact that that person's not got back in touch, and just trying to like 
flail around trying to make them book and make them get back in touch with you, you know, doing whatever. The thing you can then go do is go spend some time on your marketing. Yes. Go spend some time on your website. Go, do, you know, go, go go do the academy and find out what the 12-step sales process is. Make sure you're To make sure that you're able to cover all those bases because then you'll improve this rate. You know, it's figuring out where your time is best spent and it's not obsessing over the fact that somebody has ghosted you it's the most productive use of your time so yes. you could you could spend days stressing about why somebody's not getting back in touch with you and what you could do differently or you could think really creatively about how you're going to generate more leads so you might fight and stress for one person or you might generate five new leads yeah um, just by thinking creatively about uh, focusing on the people who are actually paying you. Yes. So that's what you used to say, like, SJ, are they paying you for this time? Right. The amount of time that I'm sitting thinking about them yeah. and they're not paying me for it and they might never pay me for it. So rather exactly give my right. mental energy to the people who are actually paying me, mm-hmm. give them an amazing experience to increase my word of mouth referral yep. rate, but also to think creatively about my marketing yeah. um, to, to actually generate some more leads. So rather than, so when you're in that place where you're stressing, thinking I've been ghosted and I, and I, I as far as I'm aware, nothing's wrong with my sales process. So I don't know what what's gone wrong put it to one side put a pin in it yeah if you want to pause with it put a pin in it oh do i think we need to leave it there don't we yeah, yeah. probably sorry <laughs> so put, put it yeah, put it to one side and um and actually think it's like a mental discipline every time you feel your brain starting to think about it yeah. worry about it you just think no no i'm not going to stress about this because this is not a productive use of my Wonderful. time yeah. i'm going to use this thinking time to think how can i diversify my marketing how can i get my business in front of more people because yes. i guarantee over time if you keep doing this in a disciplined fashion you will generate so many more inquiries for your so business and you'll have the freedom and the luxury to worry less about people who ghost you yeah. i don't really worry that much about people who ghost me because i know i've got new inquiries coming in all, coming the, time. all the time so it's yeah. not that much of a problem anymore. Whereas if it's the only inquiry that you've got, then that's all you've got to hang on to. Yeah. So you get obsessed. Absolutely. With it. That's a really good way. And I think that's actually a pretty good way to think about finishing this is the fact that if you've invested your time in your process, in your website, in the marketing avenues that you've mm-hmm. got, you actually release yourself from having to worry about ghosting. So start practicing that now. Uh, you know, if if you're still on that upward scale, you want to get more inquiries and more leads, start practicing this technique that you're going to be living in in the future. Yes. Practice it now and say, I'm not going to worry about the fact that I've been ghosted. I'm not going to let it get me down. Yeah. I'm going to pick myself up and I'm going to go do something different about it. It's something that Matt taught me in those very early days. He used to say to me, operate from a position of strength. Yeah. And it's exactly like Matt just described, that you're thinking, imagine in the future that my business is just, well, whirlwinded, like one one of our Mm. academy students said, my business is whirlwind. So imagine that that's now you. Your business is whirlwinded. You've got more inquiries than you know what to do with. How would you deal with people? How would you deal with disappointment? How would you deal with people who don't want to book you? Start doing that now. So it's operating from a position of strength. You're saying... I don't need this booking. Do you know, I've done everything that I can do. It's up to you. If you don't want to book, that's absolutely fine. I'm going to carry on moving my business forward and focusing on being productive in my business. Yeah. And that makes a world of difference. It definitely helped me. So I'm really grateful. That yeah, you that's good. Me that. Yeah, I'm not sure I taught you. I think it was Jeff Letts, actually. Oh, was but, it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just but, a business mentor. Yeah, us, yeah. So. yeah, absolutely. You know, it, 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 it's all about that. So I think I think there's there's a few foundations of 
ways you can reduce the amount of ghosting. There are things you can do in your mentality as well to yeah. actually reduce the effects of that ghosting, which I think are as important. Yeah, you know. absolutely. So I hope that's been helpful and just giving you some really practical things. This is this can be a very trying experience to go through, but it doesn't have to be. It can just be part of regular business life. You move on, you make it better and you you actually move beyond it and, and get to a point where you're happy and satisfied with your business. So we're really hoping that this is going to be the year that, that happens for you. Head over to wolfisland.com and become a resident to start transforming your photography business into the unstoppable success you deserve. And don't forget the Wolf Island Photography Business Exchange on Facebook where you'll find the best discussion, support and the other pioneers from around the world. Your dream client is waiting and you've got what it takes. At Wolf Island we're believing that this can be the best year yet for your business.